Let's start off with an announcement that was made after weeks and weeks of our premier saying, look, people, do not go to your second homes. Do not go to your cottages. Yesterday, he had this to say. And uh, we we did the right thing. We're continuing to do the right thing, make sure that we uh, social distance and self-isolate when we can. But as we see the numbers uh, come down and uh, by May the 24th, uh, hopefully the numbers uh, are going to continue coming down. We're going to have a heart-to-heart conversation this week with the mayors. Uh, there's only so long uh, you can you hold back uh, taxpayers from going to their their uh, their cottages. All right, the um, premier is going to have a heart-to-heart. I love that term um, with the mayors uh, in cottage country. And speaking of, we're joined now by the mayor of Muskoka Lakes. You've probably been to Bala, to Port Carling. They are all under his. Uh, his uh, purview. So welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Good morning, Kelly, and thank you for having me. I, I suppose I should start off with your name. I, I apologize. I just <laughs> off the hop just mentioned your role, but welcome to the show, Phil Harding. Good to have you on. Thank you. All right. So um, let's have a heart to heart now. Where do you sit on cottages coming up for the long weekend? Cottagers coming up for the long weekend, rather. Well, it's actually interesting. Um, When the premier first made a comment about eight weeks ago now, the start of this whole pandemic, he referenced a conversation with some rural mayors at the time saying there was extra strains on our healthcare system. There were strains on our uh, grocery stores. And he was specifically asking people to stay away from cottage country. And I think this is where we've seen an evolution of, of movement. And uh, I challenged that originally because I know our healthcare system at the time was very organized and robust and ready for what was coming their way. And our grocery stores were also ready and willing to take on people. Um, I took to Twitter at the time and I suggested that we are welcome to mm-hmm. seasonal residents. Uh, but if you come, bring some food. If you come, make sure you isolate. And if you happen to feel sick, then evaluate your health care options. Uh, I took a lot of heat, let me say, from some many local people about that conversation going again. Oh, really? Year. Yes. And so now where do the locals sit? Because, you know, you talked about your residents. These are people that a lot of their businesses are built on, uh, you know, this, their survival is based on people coming up to their cottages. So absolutely it is. And we are a balanced economy. We need uh, the local people need the seasonal residents and the seasonal residents need the local people. And and that's why I challenged uh, the premier at the time. Um, but again, many locals and, and, and there's a huge fear within this pandemic of people getting sick and people dying. And I fully understand that. And nobody wants to get infected. Two days after that, the Canadian Medical Officer of Health commented that you shouldn't go to your seasonal residence and i supported that because i, I don't have any letters after my name to uh yeah. get a, a doctorate or anything appropriate so i'm going to listen to the professionals and i think that's what the premier has done over the last six to eight weeks the medical professionals say don't travel non no non-essential travel stay in your home wherever that may be and that has been my message as well if you're already in cottage country stay if you're in the GTA or Toronto or Ottawa or wherever, stay. There is a uh, mayor on uh, the Bruce Peninsula. He's south of Kincardine, and he's actually shut off the water to cottages. I don't know how legal that is, but he uh, did it. 
Uh, I don't know how many cottagers would say, well, guess what? I'm shutting off paying my city taxes until you, you know, make sure my infrastructure is actually coming to me, the infrastructure that I pay for. He's still not happy about this announcement. But where do you sit now? You know, you know, the premier is being advised by public health officials. And he is now we are hearing him change his tune. He's saying, you know, um, as long as you're bringing your food up, as long as you're not leaving your cottage, it, it could be OK. Where are you coming from now? Well, I think the interesting thing is, and I, I don't think he's really changing his tune, the uh, Chief Medical Officer of Health in Ontario, uh, Dr. Williams, I believe, uh, he, yep. two days ago, made a statement. Um, there have been some local medical officers who have uh, invoked, I, I believe it's uh, a Charter 22, that they can request people not to come to the region. He has encouraged people not to do that. Um, understanding that the virus, the curve per se, is flattening, I think we were at a 2.1% increase yesterday. So we're, we're looking at opening up businesses. We're looking at doing business differently. I know that there was the right decision for the last six weeks not to travel and not to call, come to cottage country. Um, I have to say this is a moving target. And I, I have to say that if we can social distance and if we can be separate and isolate at your cottage, then I would support the Premier's conversations. Not going to lie, full disclosure, I have been to my cottage. It's it's on the, the Bruce Peninsula, so it's nowhere near you. Um, but we brought up all our food. We stayed there. We drove directly there and left. And this was at the very beginning of the pandemic. I fully intend to go for the long weekend and do the same thing. I mean, if I was getting sick, I'd be heading back to the city ASAP. But um, what are you hearing? Like, How many of your residents are saying that people are coming up from you know to their cottages so far? Because I'm, I know that people are doing that. And how is that um, affecting your residents? So, first of all, I mean, Muskoka Lakes is a little bit unique. Uh, there are six lower tier municipalities under the district of Muskoka. We have three urban towns, Gracebridge, Gravenhurst and Huntsville. And they are predominantly uh, year round residents, locals with maybe a 20 percent bump, <clears throat> excuse me, for the uh, seasonals. The flip side of that, Muskoka Lakes, uh, there's also Georgian Bay and Lake of Bays. And we have, uh, Muskoka Lakes, roughly 80% of my residents are seasonal. So I have about uh, 6,500 year-round residents, but I will bump that to almost uh, 22,000 in the summer and then add tourism on top of that, and we hit 35,000. So... Um, there are probably 10,000 people in Muskoka right now, in Muskoka Lakes, because of people who've already been isolating up here and right. have brought their families and their kids. When kids' uh, schools got closed, they said, hey, let's move to the cottage and we'll do homeschooling from up north. And how's that affecting your your supplies at local groceries? Because obviously, they're, well, I'm, I'm guessing they're not driving down to the city to do their grocery shops. What are you hearing from your right. local businesses then? So... Generally speaking, again, our, our local businesses have modified. Um, they have a phone-in or an email-in order system. You can uh, do a curbside pickup, or you can also have home delivery. So that is happening. They have limited the number of people who are allowed to go in the stores, uh, the grocery stores in particular. There's a screening at the door. Um, the hand sanitizer at the door. Um, and they limit the number of people in, as well as there's arrows on the floor as to which way you would walk. So they're doing what they can to protect their staff and also to manage their way through a different level. So I, I think we're generally okay. I, mm -hmm. I hope for those people who do come up that you bring a 
good supply of uh, resources if you can for your foods. Um, but uh, if you're here for a month, obviously you're going to be using some local supplies. Yeah, we're not going to be talking about the same amount of people going up to cottage country as well. I mean, this is typically this May 2-4 weekend, this Victoria Day long weekend. That's the first big weekend of the unofficial opening of summer, right? People bring friends up. They bring family. You're not going to be able to do that this time around. It's, you know, gatherings of no more than five uh, with your family. So I, I don't think it's going to put the kind of stress that people are, you know, uh, have been anticipating that normally would be put on businesses and cottage country in a normal year. Uh, but what would you like to what are you hearing from other cottage country mayors? Are they concerned or are they kind of feeling as you do? You're going to, you know, look to the premier, look to Dr. David Williams and, uh, you know, look to the future, whatever that looks like this this summer. So this is going to be a definitely a different summer. It's certainly not business as usual. I'm saying it's business as unusual. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't believe we are going to see the tourism sector impacting Muskoka. Regular residents who own properties, I do believe, will be around. Um, the gatherings at bars and restaurants certainly won't be happening. Maybe half the tables come out. I don't know what that looks like at this particular point. I know for the holiday weekend... And I would share this view, I think, with my fellow mayors across Muskoka, and that is that uh, our resorts are closed. Mm-hmm. So we can't put people to the JW Marriott on Lake Rosso or Deerhurst up in Huntsville. We are locked down on that. So that influx of an additional 10,000, 15,000 people won't be happening across Muskoka this coming uh, or 10 days from now. Are you intending to put more bylaw officers on this this summer? Because uh, there will be people that look out their window, see people that have way too many people at their cottage and and contact the city to, um, you know, enforce the fines. So right now we have not uh, amped up, if you will, our bylaw enforcement. We always have an online enforcement uh, component where people, if they see something going on, they can report that incident through our township website and our bylaw officers will follow back up but the phone call and come out and stop this oftentimes i would actually go to the opp and they would be the ones who would enforce uh immediate action uh from fire burning or those kind of things our fire department would respond accordingly for that phil what are you hoping to hear from the premier tomorrow so as we do get together i guess the reality is he said it and i've said this myself for a number of weeks No matter what we do, until the province locks down and puts barricades on the highways, I can't keep somebody away from their seasonal residents, and especially if they have multi-million dollars invested in their seasonal residents. They're paying tens of thousands of dollars annually in taxes. They will be coming, and they'll be making a choice for their family as to where they want to be or protect their investment if they haven't been here for a number of months. So until the premier locks it down, we need to find some appropriate messaging with Queen's Park as to how those people coming, number one, will be respectful of the locals. And also, I, I turn it around the other way. The locals need to be respectful of those seasonal residents. We need to well, work all, together. Yeah, they've got relationships. I mean, I know so many people that have cottages that have uh, close relationships with locals that actually um, make sure they take care of their residences when they're away. Uh, they, they do work on their residences. I mean, hey, who doesn't want a contractor when you've got a, a piece of property that you can't, 
you know, look at on a, on a, you know, daily basis. So I guess, Phil, I want to just wrap up with asking you as the mayor of Muskoka Lakes, what message do you want to get across to cottagers that are listening right now? So I think there's two things about eight weeks ago, I tried to use a bit of a paradigm shift that number one, if we all believe we have the virus, how is it we conduct ourselves so as not to spread the virus and protecting our own family? So I think that's first. But secondly, right now, as we interact with people, when you used to walk down the road, if you ran into somebody you know, you would stick out your hand, you would give them a hug, you would say, hey, how are you? It is now socially acceptable to take a step back and move away from them. I I know myself, I feel I'm being rude, but Mm -hmm. in actual fact, I'm being more polite by doing that. And I want people to think about how can they be more polite? How can they be more respectful to social distance from everyone else, wherever they are, if it be in the Toronto area, if it be in Muskoka, if it be in Kincardine? I love the way you've put that. It's a thoughtful social distancing. And I think that's what it is. We, We need to be respectful. Everywhere we go, we are one community. We have to help our neighbors. We have to help ourselves and our home, own family. And we need to be respectful. 